Four, please. The knackered golfist now driving. Welcome to the Knackered Golfist. I'm your host, um, the Knackered Golfist. And I just got done watching the uh, Genesis Invitational at Riviera here in 2021. And Max Homa got his second victory um, on the PGA Tour. And he won at Riviera. And he's from Burbank, California. And I I worked at Burbank. I'm sorry, I worked at DeBell Golf Course Um back many years ago, and I also did an internship at Riviera. But it's so great to see a local person win the golf tournament. And he uh, you know, he won. He was in a playoff with Tony Finau. Tony Finau shot 64 today, and it was a great tournament for him. Um, I really wanted Tony Finau to win, but he, he didn't get it done today again, and so people are going to be talking about that for a while. But, I mean, he still shot 64, and that's a really good uh, performance, really good showing. But um, I really liked uh, how the tournament ended. I mean, it was um, – I was doing a bit of podcast sort of stuff and editing, you know, while I was while the tournament was on. And uh, it was really – it was really hard to watch because of the commercials and um, just the uh, the overall sort of – television presentation it kept going to commercial like every five ten minutes it seemed like and it just never really got into a rhythm like it did last week at pebble beach but i mean uh but like yesterday i guess they had this gale forced wind problem and i didn't i didn't get to see a lot of the tournament yesterday and i was a bit i was a bit um I don't know if under i didn't understand why they weren't playing and i guess the ball wasn't staying on the green very well um I just was, you know, I was like, man, why are they playing? Why aren't they playing? And you know, this is whatever. I'm just like, whatever, whatever. I don't. I, it's not. It's not up to me to decide all that. But I, uh, I love Riviera. I just love. Um, I just love the presentation of it. It's an old, uh, classic design golf course. It's really difficult. It's a par seventy one. Um, I just love. I just love that whole thing. I think Kikuyu grass really is a good golf uh, grass to play on, especially in the fairways. I mean, at Riviera, it really gets it really gets maintained very very well, and they're on top of it. I mean, it can get out of control really fast. Um, it's a it's a it's a rhizome and stolen warm season grass that really just can take over a golf course, and it has. I mean, Kikuyu is. Uh, Kikuya is is sort of a grass that it's in Southern California predominantly, and it it's from I think South Africa and Australia, and I think like uh, like it's a warmer climate kind of grass, so it's really good. It's a it's not the best grass for like tees and well, obviously not for greens. Maybe you know maybe for tees, but I mean Riviera does such a great job of uh, preserving and working with the with the Kikuya, but I, I like it. I love the ball. I love the way the ball sits up on the, uh, on the Kikuyu. You got to keep on top of it to, uh, to get the thatch out of it, to keep it from being spongy. It can get really spongy really quick. I mean, that's like any warm season grass, but you know, I've been, it's, 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 it's been a really good weekend. I've been doing a bit of podcasting for, for golf and a, and a couple other hobbies that I have, but, uh, just, I'm, I'm, it was great. It was a really good tournament. The course was in fantastic shape. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep, I think I'm gonna just gonna keep this one short cause I really wanted Tony Finau to win and, uh, 
But I mean, like I said, I couldn't, I really couldn't get into a rhythm of watching the CBS sports coverage just because of the, just because of the commercials. So, um, anyway, I think, uh, you know, I may not even post anything for this. I don't know. Cause, cause I mean, it was sort of, I just like, I, I, I want to be able to talk about a tournament that I was able to f- sit through and watch from inside out and, you know, this one, this one, it was, it was a good, it had a really good end to it, but I, I couldn't really stay engaged with it throughout the coverage. And it was on from, uh, 12 noon here, Pacific time to right about four o'clock. It's four o'clock now on Sunday and the no laying up guys are doing their thing. I'll bet. But, um, you know, I, uh, I think that it was a good tournament and I really wish that, uh, that they kept the tournament going, even though it was really windy. But I mean, it's not up to me. It's it's not up to me. It's uh, that's a that's a rule that they abide by. And 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 you know what? I did watch the playoff, and I did watch uh, Max Homa's three footer for uh, par that he was that he missed on eighteen. That I mean, no, no, no it was for birdie. It was for birdie. So Max Homa could have won the tournament on eighteen. But he had a three footer sort of downhill, uh, breaking right to left putt that sort of lipped out on him, and he uh, got into a playoff with Tony Finau, and they got on to number ten, and Tony Finau hit a great drive on the left side of the green. It, it was only like a two hundred and eighty yard par four, and number ten is so famous for being such a short par four. And, you know, you and and they actually had statistics this week that Jim Nance was pointing out that if you went for the green, the odds are were better that you were going to finish like with a birdie uh, more than if you laid up. But Tony Finau hit a great drive on the left side of that green and he had a wedge to for his second shot just to just to trickle it onto the green. But then Max Homa got up and he hit the ball right up against a tree it could have been uh, one of those Melaleuca trees that was on the left side of 10. And it was just like, it was a stymie. You know, he couldn't do anything. You know, from from the camera angle they had, he, it looked like he couldn't really do anything. But what happened was he sort of, you know, he turned over his wedge and he hit this amazing shot. It was onto the green, maybe eight feet from the hole. And uh, he made the putt for par. But then Tony Finau got on and he chipped the ball up, but he missed the putt for birdie and he got a par. And so after that, uh, they went to the 14th hole, which is the, which is the par three. That's just, and that was and that number 10 green is right next to the golf course maintenance shop that I used to check in at every day for the month and a half that I worked there. And, uh, that was, that was, that was really close. That might've been one of the first greens that they mow, um, you know, for the day, but, uh, but that whole proximity to the golf shop and then right, uh, right, uh, on the other side, on the West side of that golf shop is the, uh, is the 14th tee. And so they, the pin was cut on 14 on the left side in the middle and it was in the shadow of the whole, uh, of the whole, uh, of the, of the green over there. And, and, you know, uh, Tony Finau got up first on the tee and he yanked it left and it went in the bunker and, uh, you know, Max Homa got it on the green and he got, he, he, uh, 
He had an uphill putt for birdie, and he missed it, but he got a par on the green, or he got a par on the hole. And and then Tony Finau hit his shot out of the bunker. It was on the green, but he missed his par putt, and he got a bogey on the hole. And so this is, I mean, Tony Finau, you know, once again, he wasn't able to uh, get the second win. But it's a it's it's a shame. But I mean, it was great to see Max Homa win. So it's sort of it was a double win situation for me because they both you know finished really well in the tournament. But uh, I really wish that Tony Finau would have won. And I didn't know that Max Homa had won before. I, I'll have to look up uh, what other tournament he won. But he was on the No Laying Up podcast, and uh, I think it was it was either him or it was Joel Damon. I think Joel Damon was on No Laying Up. But um. You know, it was great to see Max Homa win because, and then Jim Nance was talking about a story that back in, and they didn't say that the LA Open was being held at Valencia Country Club in '98. They they said they made it sound like that they had the LA Open at the Riviera Country Club, but it wasn't. That was the only time in the modern era that uh, the tournament was played at another golf course other than Riviera, and it was at Valencia Country Club, and that's the year that Billy Mayfair won, and he defeated Tiger. Um, but see, Max Homa, there was a story that Jim Nance shared about Max Homa meeting Payne Stewart, and I guess uh, Max Homa was like seven years old or something. And Jim Nance was talking about how Payne Stewart spent like 10 minutes with him talking about, you know, golf or whatever. And I'd love to get more information on how that, uh, how that happened and what that story was and what Payne Stewart told him. Cause Payne Stewart, that's the year. I mean, I took my wife to that, that tournament at Valencia and I was there with my wife. We saw Tiger. She saw Tiger for the first time. We saw him hit balls on the range and he was hitting bombs over the back of the driving range. It was amazing to see Tiger back then. And um, and what's funny about that is I remember I remember seeing Payne Stewart at that tournament too. I think it was oh gosh, we were you know I uh, that could have been the year. Well, ninety eight. I was. Um, gosh, the the next the, the back at like. So there was 1998 and then 2000, and then right behind one of the tees there at Valencia was this place called the Greens at Valencia. And the Greens at Valencia was a place that I worked at, and I was the superintendent there for like a year. And it was a it was a 36-hole – sorry. Uh, God, no, it was a 27-hole putting course that was designed by Ted Robinson. It's not there anymore. But it was sort of an all-natural, all-green sort of putting course that I worked at. And I was the superintendent there. But right over the parking lot was the tee to, I think it was the number 14th at Valencia Country Club, which was a par 3 hole. But um, that was so interesting because um, it could have been the 13th hole that I saw Payne Stewart. And he was in his, I don't know what uh, sort of NFL team he was representing then, but... It was really great to see him. I just, I just love Payne Stewart. I love seeing him. And I remember, I remember that year in '98 that there were so many tour players playing the Scotty Cameron Terillium Putter that it was like I was in almost every tour player bag back then. And I think that, well, obviously it was the year after Tiger won the Masters and he 
brought that Scotty Cameron Terillion putter to prominence and everybody was like, Oh man, I gotta have one. It was the way that they uh that they were able to uh, you know putt better on the greens. But that that tournament, so so but but then that's the year that Max Homa apparently met Payne Stewart and they had a conversation and unfortunately uh, Payne Stewart won the 99 U.S. Open at Pinehurst and then tragically was killed in October of that year. So, and I and I remember being, I remember being, I, I remember where I was when I got that call. Um, I was at the Greens of Valencia and I was on one of the holes and my boss, his name was Terry, he called me and he said, did you hear about Payne Stewart? And I said, no, it, apparently he, he died in a plane crash. It's like, oh my gosh, that was terrible. So... Oh man, remembering all that stuff. And so the the local kid won in Los Angeles tonight and he he was all emotional and the Dodgers and the Lakers won and and Max Homa won the LA Open or the Genesis Invitational and it was just so great. It's just a great story. So anyway, I think I'm going to wrap it up right now and I hope you're well. Thank you for the interview with Jesse Para that I had yesterday. It was great talking to Jesse. I'm going to conduct a few more here in the next few days, next few weeks. So we are done in California for the PGA Tour. They're making their way now to Florida to um, to have their tournament, the WGC tournament from the Concession Golf Club in, I think it's outside Tampa Bay, Florida, I think is where I saw it on the map. So, And then the Players' Championship has really sort of moved up in the calendar this year, so Anyway, enjoy the Florida swing. We're done here in California, and um, let's go racing. You know, <laughs> it's time to go racing because they're all in Florida now. But no, I'm gonna. The weather's gorgeous today, and and we were able to soak up some sun today, and nice and cool. So uh, thanks for listening to the Knackered Golfers podcast. Check out my interview that I had with Jesse Para from Phoenix, Arizona. And check out my other stuff. Check out the Knackered Golfist on YouTube. Check out the Forge Golf Club Appreciation on Facebook. And that sort of thing. So keep it relevant. Never wear your golf shoes to the putting green. On the putting green. Keep it relevant with older golf clubs. And enjoy your time out on the greens and on the golf course. Thank you for listening. And have a great day. Four, please. The Knackered Golfist. Now driving. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. This is the Knackered Golfist Radio Network.